Hey, I'm Zach, and welcome to the IB Voices podcast. From IB teacher, workshop leader, and now curriculum manager, Martin Muchenna has led the creation of the new DP economics class, which will begin first teaching this fall. Concepts, context, and content are the three pillars of this dynamic new course as students explore economics in a holistic new way. Before my chat with Martin, I thought economics was some kind of math or finance class. Listeners, I could not have been more wrong. Martin dives into the central elements of the course, the approaches to teaching and learning, and how the study of economics is actually the study of our world. From experienced teachers to economics novices, you're going to learn something new today, so let's jump right in. My name is Martin Muchena. I'm the Diploma Program Curriculum Manager for Economics and Business Management. When we were in the meeting earlier this week, you said that you used to be in the classroom. Yes. So you were teaching in the IB? Yes, I was teaching the IB. I was teaching the United World Colleges okay. um, in Swaziland. It's one of the 18 United World Colleges. So yes, I was an economics uh, teacher. So how'd you move from the classroom to the tower? <laughs> to the tower. I mean, I've been working with the IB for quite a while in terms of being a workshop leader and also is involved in the last curriculum review for the last business management course, the one that is currently being taught. So I was coming here for quite a number of meetings and I kind of really liked uh, the setup. I liked the engagement that we were having with various educators when kind of designing a new curriculum. So I really, really enjoyed that process, and I felt that maybe that's time for me to switch and uh, be on this other side of developing the programs because I was delivering them. But now I felt that maybe this would be a good opportunity also to see how I can be able to be part of the team that develops the programs. Yeah. And therefore, when this opportunity arose, um, I applied for it, and uh, yeah, and I got the job. <laughs> here we are today. Yeah, and here we are. Yeah. <laughs> so. What is DP Economics? DP Economics is definitely a, an exciting, dynamic subject that basically tries to explore the various complexities and the interdependencies you know, that exist in this rapidly changing world. And of course, at the heart of every economics is the problem of scarcity. I mean, we have so many unlimited needs and wants, and especially the growing population but we have finite resources. So the big question is how do we distribute those finite resources amongst these very many competing unlimited wants and needs? Mm. And therefore, we have to make choices then. And therefore, economics is driven by the way we as individuals and societies make those particular choices. And that is why, for example, in deep economics, we have scarcity and choice as kind of one of the big key concepts that are driving the course. Of course, in addition to other seven, because we have nine key concepts that kind of drive the broad overarching ideas that drive the course. Those are kind of the starting points. I mean, scarcity and choice as a starting point towards exploring this. In terms of economics in the diploma program, it's underpinned by various pedagogical strategies. So one of the key, uh, the good things about the new course is that it really unpacks the approaches to teaching and learning so well in the sense that we explore the economics course using inquiries because inquiries is basically the way in which students are able to explore the course through their own investigations, 
through curiosity, you know, asking questions. And in this particular case, the teacher and the student can drive that lesson in such an engaging way. So we have what we call the concepts, the contexts, and the content. So what we're trying to tell teachers, what we're telling teachers in this sense is to basically, you can start at any point. You could start with the conceptual idea of the big question, of the, of the big concept of scarcity, choice, equity. Or you could start with the content, maybe teach the students a little bit of the content, and then go into the context. The context is kind of now trying to apply that particular learning into a real-world situation. Uh, th those links, those uh, interrelationships between your inquiries that you're having in the classroom and out of the classroom should also be interrelated with the big concepts that you'll be learning, the content within the course, and kind of the context that you'll be able to place that particular subject in. So how is the DP economics class different from other economics classes that might be in your state or, mm. or, or your national curriculum? Yeah. I mean, I've explored them. I'm not going to mention the names of the others. Sure, of course. <laughs> but I've explored them, but I've, I've seen that in many of them, you'll find that there's a heavy reliance on the content itself. And I think it's uh, this educational philosopher, John Dewey, who said that what we know is how we know, you know. And, and the, the most important thing I've seen is that students do like, they're able to understand their specific subject if they're able to relate it well to the real world context. So one of the driving forces, actually, in terms of this new course is to ensure that it is issues-based, is to what extent can students link this content that they're learning to the real world. Mm. And there's a lot of drive in that, in driving this particular course. Yeah. There's so much focus on what's happening globally. For example, SDGs, Sustainable Development Goals, are kind of a key focus in the new curriculum. And another very important change is, if I go back to the Nobel Prize in Economics, starting in 2017, it was basically behavioral economics is what kind of drove that. And then in 2018, there was an, a focus on climate change. In 20, in the recently actually, uh, which was quite good, was the focus on alleviating global poverty. Mm. Now all those three elements are touched on in this new course, hence showing the relevance of it to the real world. So yes, there are economic theories, that have been in existence for a long time, you know, theory of demand and supply and all these others, which other courses may touch on, and of course we'll talk about, but I think we've gone the notch higher into trying to see what are the more current contemporary issues that this particular economic climate is being faced with. Hmm. So relevance is of key importance in us, in, in this particular course. Another important thing is the internal assessment uh, for the new course basically provides that opportunity for students to take on these economic theories, models, and tools to the real world. Because what they do in the internal assessment is that they will basically choose uh, articles that they could comment on. But they're not just going to comment for the sake of commenting. They're going to use economic theory to kind of use that in terms of trying to analyze some of the key economic elements or aspects that they can bring out strongly. And in the new course, they're going to use also a conceptual approach to that. For example, if you use scarcity as a concept, and then you're going to use maybe a microeconomics lens also in, in, in exploring that article. And then you write a commentary of about 800 words, basically synthesizing your thoughts about how scarcity is explored in that article and how it also gels with microeconomics. And they do that in the course of the two years. So they write three commentaries in the course of the two years. 
and they're going to use a different key concept for each of the articles. So the good thing about that is that kind of that allows for formative assessment. It's not just summative assessment uh, like many of the other uh, specific curricula do. They focus so much on summative. This internal assessment allows for a lot of formative assessment where there's that two-way feedback that students can be getting with the teacher on an ongoing basis in carrying out this particular task. Yeah, but the central point here is that yes, they can take those economic theories that they're learning in the classroom and try and investigate and, and kind of apply them through experiential learning in terms of trying to find out how else they can explore uh, the content. Listening to all that, it seems like economics is really one of these classes that sort of embodies this the mission of the IB in that it is to bring the world together, have a global understanding, make the world a better place. Mm-hmm. Is that on purpose or is that the nature of economics? That's a good question. In the sense, uh, I would say that the new course, the, the previous course does make the links to the, to, to the mission and to the IB philosophy, but this particular new course has a more explicit link to that in the sense that inquiry is one of the first things. When you read the IB mission statement, you talk about trying to develop an inquiry, caring, knowledgeable students, isn't it, that want to create a better and more peaceful world. That is kind of the first things that that the particular new course explores because if you look through the new guide and and the previous guide, there's a lot of focus on the inquiry element to it because we feel that we don't want economics to remain a kind of a dry subject. We want to make it much more involving and kind of a kind of a hands-on subject. And that's why if if you look at uh, some of the key elements that follow the IB mission, like the IB learner profile, in the new guide, we've drawn some very good links of how teachers can use the 10 attributes of the learner profile to explore how they can engage with that in the economics classroom. So we have that in the guide, the specific links between the IB learner profile and how we can engage with economic theory and the contexts through that lens. It also has strong links to the DP core. So we can basically look at economics through the lens of TOK, through the lens of creativity activity service that is CAS and also through the extended essay so there's also that very strong link to that that drives that um, we also have uh, its links to the CP the career related program and the other programs are the, for example the MYP the middle years program so there's strong link to that and again like I said the approaches to teaching and learning very well underpinned through the different pedagogical approaches that we're using in driving the unit in this particular course. So yes, the IB philosophy is much more explicitly seen in this particular new course. Yeah. For somebody who doesn't know a lot about economics, is it a math class? Good question too. <laughs> um, it's a social science. Let me start by that. Economics is a social science. So social being, it deals with people, you know, uh, and uh, kind of maybe the, the challenges that people face in, in the specific, in the particular economy. But it's also a science, so it has the quantitative element to it in terms of a bit of mathematics, not too much of it, but a bit of mathematics. Because for you to be a good economic decision maker, you need both qualitative and quantitative uh, skills. And that is why in this particular course, actually, we help students to become better thinkers of economics. We've revised the paper three and helps students to be able to become policy makers. Because in the current paper three, what they're doing is, it's a quantitative paper, but what we're doing further in paper three is trying to make sure that now those quantitative and qualitative elements gel together 
for them to kind of culminate into policy advice. They'll think about economic theories in a qualitative lens, in a quantitative lens, but now you synthesize that information so that they can now even make better policy decisions. So in essence, what I'm just trying to say that is that, yes, there is mathematical elements and there's theoretical elements that is in the qualitative sense, but we try to emphasize that both of them need to integrate so that you can, they can become better economic decision makers, which is one of the main drivers of the course, helping students become better economic decision makers. So in what sites of jobs or, or majors might a student mm-hmm. want to be interested in to really thrive in the new DP economics class? Students who have an interest in both sciences and the arts actually can thrive in economics because it kind really? of brings both of them together in one. And that's why students who do economics, I mean, can go to be politicians, for example. They can go to work with international development organizations. Uh, they can go out and be more quantitative and work with financial institutions, become financial advisors. Uh, they can go out and do law because it's, there's also a strong element to that. That's, it's a subject that I would say it is interdisciplinary in a sense. Because and especially if you look at how it integrates with other courses, Again, being social and science, that already tells you that it's very, very interdisciplinary. And therefore, I think the skill sets that you get from economics can fit into very many career uh, areas. Because I think at the end of the day, it's, it's the skills you get. If you're able to gel both quantitative and qualitative skills and kind of come up with policy decisions, I think that helps you fit in virtually very many uh, career options yeah. uh, that you, students may choose. What are some of those skills? Maybe... The hard skills and the soft skills mm-hmm. that come from the class. I mean, I'll first start off with the what we call the assessment objective ones, which is basically knowledge and understanding skills. It has an element of being able to recall and understand some of the key uh, definitions or concepts of the particular course. And then we move into application you know, and analysis. So now, now that you have these particular concepts or content, how are you able to apply them into the real world, into the context of... Yeah, a real-world setting. And then we have what we call the synthesis and evaluation. Now, that kind of looking at kind of the pros and cons, the advantages and disadvantages, you know, comparing and contrasting as a skill. And then at the end of the day, it's also their specific tools. How would you be able to apply specific tools like the mathematical tools in terms of calculating, in terms of diagrammatic analysis those kind of tools what are those kind of tools how how do those tools be able to help you but also in addition to that there's the approaches to teaching and learning skills which also are kind of emphasized a lot throughout the dp but also very specifically into the economics course that's the thinking skills very key self-management skills we have the communication skills we have the social skills and these are kind of the skills that in the course of teaching, teachers are supposed to kind of use those uh, in, in whatever activities or classroom activities that they're using and ensure that those are integrated in the, in the, in the lesson plans and the unit plans that they develop for the students. It's a diverse array of skill sets that the particular economics course provides to students. I think I want to take this class. <laughs> You're very much welcome. <laughs> very much welcome, yeah. So, of mm-hmm. course, the students are going to learn so much in this class. But how can our current DP economics teachers learn about what's coming up in this new class? Uh, there's 
what we call the subject specific seminars yeah that are coming up in february 2020 so to encourage teachers who've not registered for those uh, subject specific seminars please do because that's a very great opportunity to meet face to face to workshop leaders and also to meet me as a curriculum manager because i'll be there also kind of overseeing and seeing how things are running and also more or less to provide support to the teachers you'd also have also category 1 category 2 and category 3 uh, workshops and just to specify category 1 is for new teachers to the course so if you're a totally new teacher to the course you can join a category 1 face to face and online workshop if you go to the IBO website and and type in professional development uh, workshops on economics you can be able to find that category 2 workshops yes is for the for the experienced teachers uh, or who have some experience in in the teaching of economics and category 3 of course is if you want to really get dive deeper into into the uh, the concepts and to the elements of the new course then you can also register for category 3 so just in that particular uh, level so professional development workshops is very very key we also provide updates in the program resource center to what's coming up in the new course or any news articles that may be provided in that also be look out for blogs yes be on the lookout for blogs or economics okay or any kind of news feeds that may come up in the new course so many other will be working with the marketing department so in terms of finding out how else we can be able to spread this good news out there yes we'll work together yeah. we'll get the word out and we'll also yeah. put all these links and resources yeah. in the description yeah. of this episode yeah. Yeah. something that I meant to ask you earlier and yeah. I'm going to go back and ask you now so obviously you love this class but is there one aspect of it that you really love or like what's your favorite part about this new course Yeah, I mean the the many favorites I would say in this game. Eh? <laughs> but I'll try I'll try and find out one but I'll try. Um in the new particular course first I would say uh in terms of developing this new course we had very many kind of stakeholders involved in the development of this course. So we have teachers uh, from all different regions, we have industry experts in economics who are kind of practicing the, the whole ideals of the theories. We have university professors also took part in this course so one of the many things i like about it is that there are so many uh, economic thinkers that are involved in the writing of this particular course just to make sure that it's fit for purpose for the next many years to come because every cycle is seven years so one of the big things i like about it is that I mean, to what extent will this course be relevant for the next seven years and that's one thing that was really driving it uh, an important thing also we did just to make sure that it's so relevant was we did what we call assessment trials So because we changed paper 2 and paper 3 we also wanted to see if what how students will kind of gauge those papers and what kind of feedback that we'll be getting from those papers so that was quite informative uh, so I was happy that to see that also students are already engaging also students are part of the development in this course in that sense and also in, in terms of the importance of the conceptual and the importance of the inquiry approach to the course itself I think that's that's a big one because it's kind of moving away from just teaching content 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 for to teachers really looking at the big picture. It's so flexible in the in the approach that teachers could take to deliver it. So the flexibility that this course provides is is a big plus uh, for me and the whole idea of its its relevance to the next many years to come. In, in that particular sense. So the flexibility and relevance sounds like it really relates to the CP. Mm-hmm. Is that sort of how you see them together? I mean, there's definitely the together. I mean, for example, because students can do at least two subjects in the in the CP, isn't it? And all the elements or the components of the CP. A student doing economics 
uh, whether you're doing it at CP level or whether at DP level, will always get the benefits of what the economics cost provides. So whether you're doing it at CP or DP, yes, they will still be able to benefit from the from the greatness that their subject offers. Awesome. Yeah. Is there anything else that you'd like to say or? Yes. Yeah, so just uh, just one more thing is that um, for the new course also, we have provided a lot of support to teachers. If you look at the current teacher support material and the new teacher support material, we've brought in a lot more support for teachers. So, for example, we've brought in uh, unit planners that teachers can look into and see how they can be able to start engaging with the course. And these unit planners in- include also kind of concept-based unit plans. We've also brought lesson plans there that teachers can also explore. Uh, we have also, the new course also touches on circular economy, which is a big thing happening now in terms of moving away from the extractive model to the more regenerative model. And it, it's a big future element towards looking at how to manage the finite resources that we've just been talking about earlier. They can be able to explore the kind of the videos that are in, in the circular economy in, in the TSM. Yeah, we also have what we call the CALP, the Cognitive Academic Learning Proficiency. So it's kind of a model that helps teachers in terms of looking at all the elements of learning, you know, like listening uh, and all this and all these various forms of communication. So the CALP model is also there in the TSM. Also, very importantly, we have the FAQs, frequently asked questions. So in case of any specific questions regarding the new course, we also have those in the teacher support materials. And yeah, we have quite a diverse range of ways to help in supporting the teachers towards really engaging in the new particular course. And what one thing also is, when using the guide to teach a new course, you should use the teacher support material together. They are not two separate documents. Also have the teacher support material together because that will really help you in teaching that particular course in the best way possible. Yeah. Awesome. It sounds like you have so much stuff to help teachers teach the course. Thank you so much, Martin, for your time. It was great being here, definitely. And I can help in any way I can. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Are there any IB teachers out there who will let me audit your DP economics class next year? Just hit me up, please. Okay, so the new DP economics curriculum guide will be available this February, and sign up now for the subject-specific seminars on IBO.org. And join us next time for more stories from our students, schools, educators, and more. Or maybe Martin again. I have some more questions. Hmm. All right, thanks for listening.